from Choi Hawk, the acclaimed master of Asian cinema. And Yuan Wu Ping, the action choreographer of The Matrix and Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon, comes a story of the alliance that challenged an empire and the mystery that seduced a nation. This fall, unmask the legend. Iron Monkey. Donnie Yen, Wong Fei King. When you can take the pebble from my hand, it will be time for you to leave. Ninja, the tea party's over. Bring it on. Good evening, and welcome to another episode of the Asian Action Cast. I'm your host, Sam. Tonight, we have Scott. Hello, Scott. Hello, and happy birthday for the other day. Thank you. Hello, Rachel. Hello. Hi. Hey, Chris. Sup? That was really loud. Hey, Mikey. Hello. You know, before we go on, I think you've lost your you touch, Sam. What are you talking about? We used to do it like this. <clears throat> Welcome to the Asian Action Cast. Dun, 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 dun. Cut I don't think out. it was. I don't think it was ever like that. And uh, it, it wasn't cast that was dragged. It was Asian. It's copyrighted. Asian. The Asian Action Cast is how you used to do it. <laughs> uh, thanks everybody for joining us tonight. Here we are in Casa du Sam, a uh, bomb shelter, as I like to call it. <laughs> tiny little, tiny little area which uh, I'll probably take a photo and post it up on our <laughs> Facebook, where the magic happens. <laughs> and, uh, and tonight, I know this is going to surprise a lot of listeners, but uh, we, we went there, we went and saw a, a, Den- a Donnie Yen film, uh, which in my opinion is actually the best of Donnie Yen's films. Actually, it's the only Donnie Yen film that I can stomach. You know, I never thought I'd hear the word best and Donnie Yen in the same sentence come out of you for that being said, seeing you watch this movie, you were like just kind of twitching, like, <laughs> like hate watching. Fuck all this. It's a good movie, but fuck. The self-loathing that I felt. I'm still holding out for Big Brother. We Big Brother. Have to watch that. I think that might be more bearable than this. Oh, oh in really? In my opinion, I don't know. Oh. Now the movie we saw was Iron Monkey. Uh, I think it was made in 1993. Um, so everybody is 90s fit. <laughs> Or at least, well, you can't tell. They're all wearing thick robes. Um, but the reason I wanted to do this film was I, I, I've seen it before and I knew it was fun. Uh, I also knew it had Donnie Yen in it, which wasn't the reason I wanted to see the film. Um, but it was Hong Kong. It's as Hong Kong as you get. You know, directed by Yoon Wu Ping, awesome stunts, awesome fights. And, uh, and, you know, let's get into it. So... I can't remember how it opens. It's at nighttime. I think I remember. Let, let me take the opening 30 seconds. So we yeah, see yeah. like night sky, some sort of buildings, and there's a, like a fog or a mist, like Mortal Kombat. And the first <laughs> thing that happens is someone flips onto a roof. Yeah, somebody in like a ninja outfit. And it's dark and a lot of ninja work going on. Actually, that's what makes me makes me really happy. Like the very first thing, and up on the roof he goes. <laughs> um. You're right, it is very dark and it is very airy-fairy with fog. Just like Mortal Kombat, you press up, up, down, up, left, right, you get reptile. 
I think the uh, the opening scene is there's actually a uh, the governor's house, isn't it? Isn't it? That's where it's at, and the governor is hiding in his bed with all of his concubines. No, uh, you, you know, hang on, <clears throat> hang on. We we started off strong. We've already derailed, and we're only about thirty seconds in. This is going to be a great <laughs> cast. I can see it. So, what we've missed is the monks, and they're bringing them the midnight snack. Oh right, yeah. Master Fox is introduced, so he's yeah. he's like the captain of the guard, and he's bringing these four Shaolin monks their midnight snack, and they're it's great because Iron Monkey's walking around on the roof, and one of the monks' ears starts to twitch as if he's hearing something, and then they these guys come in. Here's your midnight snack. Here's some abalone and and crocodile and, and whatever, <laughs> crocodile. whatever shark fin soup. Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, get away from us. We're trying to hear, and one of the uh, guards trips. And throws all the stuff in the air. And the monks leap up, catch it all, and land back in the position they were sitting. Yeah. Just pure monk stuff. Because they're monks. They're like Spider-Man. Have you ever saw Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire? All the food flies up and he catches it all? Yeah, Spider-Monk. It was my my best. (laughs) Spider-Monk. That's right. Tobey Maguire and Spider-Monk. So, they catch all the food and they're like, get out of here, you scamp. Get out of here. (laughs) We're eating food. Uh, they said your yum cha is ready. Uh, I don't know if yum cha is specific to lunchtime, but it's midnight, so it's a bit anachronistic. Rachel, can you confirm yum cha is lunch? I don't remember that. Hey? I just thought, oh, these monks are rejecting the food. They're not monks. Yeah. They're fake monks. They are fake monks. That's my well, first clue. Yeah. Well, they're, you know, they're like rapists and stuff as well, so <laughs> they're like women. All monks are fake, really, if you think about it. Are they? I don't know. Shaolin monks The ones are. I met in the street, maybe. The Shaolin monks? No, the, the, the monks, fake monks in Perth. Oh, the Buddhist monks? Going, uh, you need to have this thing blessed. Give me some money. Yeah, that's right. Here's this laminated yeah. card. Yeah. It's red, so yeah. we bring you luck. That's a fake monk. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. There's oh. guys in the street. I have a fake card. I feel pretty lucky. <laughs> anyway, we digress. <laughs> so, the monks are there because they're, they're listening out for uh, Iron Monkey. Uh, who is this Robin Hood type character? He, he robs from the rich, he gives to the poor. He's beloved by poor people and despised by rich people. And the monks are kind of watching out for him because they're extreme, awesome martial artists. And uh, there's also the police guard as well, who's led by... Is it Mr. Fox? What's his name? Just Fox. Master Fox. Master Fox. Master, Master Fox. Fox. Who, uh, who's got this terrible mustache and some kind of birthmark on his face that looks like, I don't know, sunburn or something. It's like he's been hit and just never healed. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he is played by... Not Donnie Yen. Um, what's his name? God, we wanted it to be Donnie Yen, but it just <laughs> wasn't him. Yoon Shunyi, um, who I don't really recognize from anything else. So, this could be his debut or not. Sorry, which character? Uh, Master Fox. Uh, yeah. yeah. He's in a few bit parts, I think. Oh, is he? Character actor? That's usually what He's happens. He's actually a well, well... Well, well, and may I just say, well, well renowned director and producer in Hong Kong cinema. You have no idea, do you, Chris? Absolutely not. Okay. But it sounded good. Thank yeah. you for believing. Um. <laughs> uh, so he's in charge, and they've got this set up, you see. So the governor is sitting in his bedroom with his concubines under the sheets. And at first, I thought they were having an orgy under the sheets because there's lots of like <laughs> giggling and stuff. But he's actually terrified because they're all hiding under the blankets. And underneath his bed is his lockbox full of gold and jewels and stuff and he's terrified that the iron monkey is going to come and steal his shit i don't know how they knew that iron monkey was coming for him but i don't know maybe they sent like a memo out or something (laughs) so the best part about this movie is we're about five or six minutes into it and donnie yen has not even shown his face (laughs) 
So you get introduced to the Iron Monkey. I'm pretty sure Donnie Yen was trying to do all the roles himself and had to sort of be, hey, 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 just one at a time, one yeah. at a time. Just pair it back. Pair it back, Donnie Yen. Yeah. The hardest thing for Donnie Yen doing this film was not wearing sunglasses. Because <laughs> his face was bare the whole time. Wow. I, I think um, Master Fox is a uh, old Shaw Brothers actor. Nailed so. it. Old Shaw Brothers actor, okay. Yeah, you're going to get uh, lots of people writing and going, he's in a lot of movies. He's 100, 101 movies. We're not going to get them writing in now, Mikey, because no, no, you just fact We're not going to run through them, but yeah. Uh, yeah While we were uh, setting up and having some dinner, thank you for the dinner, uh, we watched <laughs> a little interview featurette with Donnie Yen on the bonus oh, yeah. of this DVD, and he's just sitting in a control room with a glass of vodka, with sunglasses, just like talking about how awesome he is and how he's going to do better than the old guys. And I was like, Ugh. wearing the biggest jeans known to man. I told Shaw Brothers this and they weren't listening. Yeah. And that's about as far as we got. I don't know. Every time I see Donnie Yen, I keep thinking his internal monologue is, you know, I don't like to use the word hero, but when you're talking about me or when I'm talking about me, it suffices. You know what, Donnie Yen, I'm going to say this, Sam, I'm going to disagree with it because Donnie Yen is the only man, I believe, is the real life Zap Brannigan. <laughs> Zap Brannigan. He walks around going, bam, and gets laid. Uh, or in his case, he says, yen. Uh, <laughs> no, he goes, huh. <laughs> There's a lot of that going on in this film. <laughs> There's a lot of really good sound effects or really bad ones. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. The, the, the sound was really done in this film. The dubbing in this is um, quite interesting too. It's, it's a, a great combination of completely inaccurate and way off. Uh. Well, yeah, because we watched it in Cantonese and they dubbed it in Cantonese and for some reason the lips don't match. It says written by and then there's four people credited in the Wikipedia entry. So I think like, did one of them write them then the other one changed it and the other one changed it again and the fourth person changed it a fourth time so now like the mouth doesn't completely match whatever's being said. Oh. I don't know. That's or maybe one person wrote in Mandarin and one person wrote in Cantonese. And then they transcribed to English no, they, yeah. and then they changed it back. They went through four writers until Donnie found one he was happy with. <laughs> <laughs> Himself. <laughs> He's doing it under a pseudonym. Uh. Uh, so, uh, really, this is just a setup for the Iron Monkey to break into this house. So, they think that they've got them all set up, right? They've got monks everywhere. They've got everything everywhere. And uh, and so, the Iron Monkey, does he fly through the roof? The, the initial one, he just jumped down into the courtyard. And oh, that's, oh, that's right. Everyone, yeah. yeah, because the courtyard's full of, like, cops and guards and stuff, right? So he just starts bidding on everyone, taking, them, taking the task. And then the um, monks come out and start attacking him with... Uh, like poles that have a fan thing on the end. Spades or something. Pole, yeah. yeah. The the thing that Sandy uses from Monkey. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. And uh, he does a lot of wire work here of jumping up and slapping him and, and one comedic bit where he's in the air slapping him on both sides of the monk's head with his feet and yeah. then switches to the front and back and then to the side again while the paddle's like being moved and getting hit into the monk's head because he's avoiding it. He's There's a lot of gags. Hit. There's a lot of like yeah. funny gags, sight gags and stuff that he does. I've got to admit, the, the wire work in this, I think it, it's actually quite well done in some of it. It's, it's still over the top, but it's not um, Once Upon a Time in China or Hidden Dragon bad wire work it's more of a tongue-in-cheek i think they knew they were going to take the piss but yeah still it, it some of it is actually really really good, well done yeah I, there was one scene though that was uh, really funny uh, scott i think you laugh when 
he does like three or four jumps in a row and he's so bouncy he'd give like Bugs Bunny uh, a run for his money I think this is at the point where it, it's so crazy and over the top that it becomes really good like, <laughs> boing 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 yeah, it's like what and I think from the outset we, we mentioned that uh, there's a lot of cool sounds and stuff when people who don't really know or watch martial arts movies take the piss out of martial arts movies they go bah, 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 bah. <laughs> you will hear that constantly through this movie you'll think it's a parody almost well sometimes the, the impacts make a different sound also whenever anybody goes flying into something like a wall or the floor it is so brutal and so fast and there's no give to any of those walls like smack and it's like ooh, yeah stunning, ooh. see this is this is uh, the phase of yun Wu ping's career this is before the matrix right because the matrix was like 95 this is one of the reasons that they brought him into the matrix yeah yeah but so when they, my problem with Yoon Woo Ping when he came into Hollywood is that everything was really wiry and floaty and like they felt there was no impact. But like you're saying, like in this movie, when people fly into stuff, even though they're being ratcheted on wires, it looks painful as shit. And just watching this film and seeing people, stuntmen take like a dive, it's like, ooh. I, I, I see this as the height of his, his wire work. It shows, you know, how smooth he can get. You know, it's it's obvious that they're on wires, etc. But he's just made it look effortless. There's no yeah. like jumping or or um, you know accidental. It's it's all smooth floating, even though it's fake. No one could really do that or float or whatever. It just smooths into the moves that they're doing and into the action and the the actual choreography itself. It's it, it flows into it. Yeah, it's very graceful. Really some good choreography in this. Um even though it is like over the top wire work, it's still really well thought out. It, it's a good mix of um, comedy with, um, as Mike said, brutal impact. Yeah, you could believe a man can fly. <laughs> so he, I, I feel like it, it's funny and it's comedic, but it's not like wacky Stephen Chow. It's more like uh, some funny things because this is a bad guy. He deserves it, and then moving on to you know, it's yeah. like whoops, whoa, you slipped on a banana peel. It's like it's good fighting, but there's a couple of wacky gags in there every now and then. Yeah. Like uh, he spreads the little nail things out on the floor and the master fox comes out to go, oh, I'm going to attack you and jumps out and go, ah, oh, oh, yes. dig into my foot. Oh. That's really funny. The, the, these spikes or these caltropes are on the ground and uh, master fox does this hero jump onto the scene in like a pose. Yeah. And then he, he lands on him. That was pretty funny. It might sound like we're glossing over some of this stuff, but it's so frenetic and wacky that to really give a comprehensive play-by-play would be pointless. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the choreography is amazing. But what happens it's is... worth the price of admission. Yeah. Uh, what happens is um, Iron Monkey actually escapes. Uh, he beats the shit out of everyone and then he, he runs away. And that's when the governor pulls his money out and he's like, oh, my babies, they're all safe. And uh, I actually appreciated this bit because Iron Monkey comes back but dressed as a guard and uh, you don't see his face because he's wearing a big hat. And he goes into the room and it's Master Fox that says, hang on a sec, who are you? And that's when uh, he kind of, I don't know, what does he do? He pokes him in the eye or something and then he rolls over and steals the box and he flies through the roof. (laughs) (laughs) The the funny thing about that part is when he jumps down through the roof in the beginning, he makes this hole, comes and he starts, but he jumps up back through the exact same hole, exactly the same way. It was the escape hole. Like, when he gets trapped by the net, he escapes. He bashes through the roof at that point to escape. Yeah. And then when he escapes the second time, he escapes through the same hole. Again, he just flies. He leaps. He can't catch me. Yeah. He tried the first time, but when he was Iron Monkey, and they they put a net, like metallic nets all around him, and he just cut straight through that shit. He's like, I'm the Iron Monkey. He had, like, um, 
metal balls and he threw them to the two guards on either side of the net and then sliced a hole in it. Yeah. What I appreciated was when he left, he left that little monkey note and the little oh, monkey yes. is so cute. Drawings are great. Yeah. There's really instructions good. to like the all the plebs saying, don't use all the money. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And then he distributes, then they have like a montage of him distributing it's the money, right? Yeah, the, the um, Robin Hood archetype. And I'm going to be straight up here. Um, sorry, but that wasn't a montage. There wasn't any 80s rock music. <laughs> um, I don't care what you, if you're going to have a montage, you do it right. Okay. All right. You have synth and guitar, right? In the 1880s. I don't care if it's Once Upon a Time in China or is it Futurescape. Every montage must have bad synth <laughs> and a guitar. And a fake Rocky theme. He had, he had like, the, the, you know, the ancient guitar. Oh, yeah. It looks like a sitar. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> What's it called? A wahoo? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I think, more, I think it more like a really bad-sounding violin sometimes yeah. in the wrong hands. It's like Wahoo. one Wahoo. string. Whoa! Three, 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 like three strings. I can't remember. <laughs> three or four strings. And whoever made the violin said, let's add another string. I don't Actually, know how many I, strings I, of iron. <laughs> I don't know either. I, I was either. about to say it was probably like a quote-unquote Chinese knockoff, but they probably made it first, and we <laughs> Germans probably copied that. We can't have this so big. Put it on uh, your chin. And this is when they uh, they show uh, after the aftermath. So they actually introduce Po Chi Hall, which is where Dr. Yam, I think it is, who is the actual iron monkey. And that's his practice. He's a doctor. Everyone who knows martial arts seems to be a doctor. Um, so, Dr. Yang is actually a, an actor called Yu Rongguang. I have a theory on why um, all martial artists are doctors because they don't get any patience unless they beat the shit out of somebody. So. <laughs> hey, you look fit. <laughs> Come see me. Take these pills. So, Yu Rongguang, uh, well, anybody who watches Hong Kong action films, they'll recognize him. He's been in heaps of, of action films. Um, but if you're new to action films or you're American, he was in. He's also Ringo Yu. Is, oh, Ringo Yu? He goes by Ringo Yu. That makes sense because his name kind of sounds like Ringo. Um, but he was the bad guy. He was basically the Cobra guy bad guy from uh, the... Is it the next Karate Kid or the Karate Kid with yeah, Jaden? the Karate Kid, the second one. Yeah. With Jaden Smith? The, the, yeah, the Jaden Smith one. Doesn't yeah, make any sense because he doesn't... He makes an food. appearance in this movie, but he looks different. Jaden Smith. <laughs> he must be good well, friends he's a girl. With, he must be good thing, <laughs> friends with Jackie because he's also in Shanghai Noon. Yeah. The Myth. Oh, he's worked with Jackie before. Yeah, I like think he's one of... Times. I don't know if he's in the stunt team, but he's definitely, you know, taken yeah, some lumps with Jackie. The new police story mo- one. Think about this. The central character so far is a uh, belligerent... Not belligerent. Uh, he's a well-meaning hero, and he's a doctor, and he's given to the poor, and he's not Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen's like... <laughs> just gritting his teeth. Donnie Yen's like, when you talk about hero, you should be talking about me. I mean, the title is... His son, little little Wong Fei Hong, and then on your monkey, there's no like Wong Kei Ying oh, yeah. or Donnie Yen, the no. sequel or something. It's not a Donnie Yen film. See, you, you got it all wrong, Sam. It's not, you shouldn't be talking about it. Donnie Yen goes, Today, you can use Hero. I will let that happen. <laughs> I'll allow that, it. That is, that is how selfless Donnie Yen is. You should all be ashamed for thinking these thoughts. This is hilarious. He wasn't even supposed to be in the film. He's like, Oh, I want to roll. But you're not even in the title, Donnie. Uh. And you know what? He made this film. Without Donnie, this would not have been a film. This would just be an advert for... (laughs) (laughs) Shark fin soup. I mean, sadly, they probably did need Donnie to sell it. Yeah, sadly, unfortunately, that's probably... Even though it's a Wong Fei Hong-ish movie. Commercial reality. Uh, An interesting tidbit is uh, the Wong Fei Hong, the Once Upon a Time China movies uh, with Jet Li, they were quite big. 
and he said he didn't want to make any more. And that's when the producer, Choi Hark, who directed the original Once Upon a Time in China, he said to Yoon Wu-ping, he was like, you should direct a film, a prequel. Uh, we can't get Jet Li anymore, but we can talk about Wong Ki-ying and, and, um, and Wong Fei-hong as a young child. Uh, but anyway, they haven't even shown up yet. We're still, we're still hanging out with Dr. Yang and his assistant, Miss Orchid, who's this smoking hot Gene Wang. Um, no relation to Mr. Wang. And uh, they run this uh, clinic called Pochi Hall. Does every every notable medicine place have to be a Pochi something? You know, like <laughs> uh, Wong Fei Hong's place is Pochi Lam. When uh, they showed the uh, the doctor's clinic, that just looked like um, the room from. Uh, <laughs> I'll get back to you. Well, well, while you're thinking of that, one like, we watched recently yes. on that Pochi theory, like they had a men's club. They called it Pochimon. I was trying to, I was trying, to, uh, I was trying to shoehorn a Pokemon thing into there, but I couldn't think of anything. Anyway, uh, so Doctor. Oh, by the way, Nathan, fuck you. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nathan couldn't be with us because he's traveling to China on a uh, journey to the West. Um, so Doctor Yang and Miss Orchid, uh, Orchid, 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 Orchid. Sorry, I got it. it is the, uh, the the hall from Come Drink with Me where they start fighting. Oh, okay. It looked like the same. I haven't seen that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> um, so they're in this, uh, this, this medicine place and they established that Dr. Yang is a very benevolent doctor. He's got these... I really appreciated this. He's treating like a poor guy and a rich guy and the poor guy is sitting there and I don't know what's wrong with him. He's got the plague or something. And this rich guy is sitting there and he's got like... I think he's had sex too much. I think that was the diagnosis that Dr. Yang says. And he says to the, uh, the the guy who's rich and also screws too too much, he says, you got to take this medicine, it's 100 bucks. And the guy's like, whoa, it's rich. And the poor guy goes, oh, I can't afford medicine. And the doctor goes, no, 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 it's free for you. It's free. And uh, he goes away. And the rich guy's like, hey, how, how come I'm paying 100 bucks? And this guy gets it for free. And I love, the, I love Dr. Yang's reply. He's like, dude, you're rich. You want me to prescribe you poor people medicine? <laughs> And the guy's like, yeah, the that's rich, right. Now, the rich guy goes, huh, pay him. <laughs> the thing is, um, this is the greatest thing is, oh, you're having too much sex, your kidneys um, uh, are playing up. Yeah. Which is why I've got to go and have dialysis later on after this. <clears throat> you, you heard it. <laughs> you first. I hear what you're saying. So, you have lots of sex. Is that is that what you're saying? Oh, really? <laughs> have we got time for that? Uh, not with me. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, they establish that they're doctors and whatnot, and you kind of suspect that Dr. Yang is the iron monkey, but then you find out after they close the doors and some papers get blown around, he and his uh, assistant, Miss Orchid, they start doing air ballet and jumping around the room catching bits of paper. And to be honest, I wasn't really impressed with this because I do this all the time. (laughs) What, you, you have a billowing skirt that just flows around you as you fly around? I think I mentioned this at the time, but um, the the assistant girl, Miss Miss Orchid, yeah, who's, uh, was it Jean Wang? Jean Wang, yeah, very very attractive. I, I put her on a eight or nine out of ten. <laughs> yeah, eight or nine <laughs> out of ten. Eight or nine out of ten. I reckon. Did you read my playbook today? You're going to steal all my lines tonight. Eh? Anyway, um, so <laughs> she she kicks a. Uh, a footstool and yeah. it flips over and lands on top of the other one like perfectly in line I was mentioning the editing on that is, is so seamless even though it's completely fake that you couldn't actually do it but it, it just floats right into the perfect position as if it was always there yeah it looked good and uh, I said so much 
so far have we come from film editing from Come Drink With Me in the 1960s with the stop grabbing uh, stuff to the absolute smooth as butter. You get to see that, well, This is what happens when Donnie Yen steps on, 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 on set, you know. No, I'm, yeah. I'm, they bring their A game. I give props to you and Mu Ping. You know what I thought of when I saw that stool flying? I thought of Drunken Monkey when they kick the couch and it flies. <laughs> I was like, that's couch you and this is stool well, you. You and Wu... <laughs> You and Wu Ping directed Drunken Master. Drunken Master. The first movie. But not Drunken not Drunken Monkey, did he? No, that was Dark Alien. He, he, the original Drunken Master yeah. with Jackie Chan was directed by Yuen Wu Ping. I think flying chairs and couches is a staple of Hong Kong action cinema. Just going to put that out there. Flying papers. Flying papers. Unnecessary flying papers. Yeah. Yeah. I think Rachel made the comment when this was happening. It's like, unnecessary but impressive. <laughs> unnecessary Most of this, this movie could be classified as unnecessary but impressive. That's I think right. I mean, literally, they, they could always just walk from point A to point B, but flying through the air makes it more impressive. I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say Kung Fu is mostly unnecessary but <laughs> impressive. Oh. Yeah, that's right. You're no, it's, it's line bullshit. It's completely necessary, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> Take that back. So, uh, would we all agree here that the unnecessary parts of this film are the ones without the scenes without Donnie in it, or are we are we not going down that road, Sam? <laughs> We're changing the podcast. It's the format is not Asian action; it's Asian drama cast now. It's the Asian drama cast. <laughs> Come at me, Kung Fu. <laughs> so, uh, once upon a time in China has a lot to answer for in terms of unnecessary. Yes, once upon a time in China, incidentally, is a better film. I'm just going to say that right now. The original really? ones? Uh, yes. Because when we get to the centipede business... Human centipede. <laughs> Human centipede. <laughs> oh, wait, Human no, you're talking about the uh, Wong Jing film with yeah, the centipede and the chicken? Centipede versus, yeah, that's like, what the hell? Uh, are, like, you, are you pointing it. to, um, you know, the the Donnie Yen bad guy? Yeah? I can't remember. Donnie Yen, yeah, Donnie Yen is a bad guy in Once Upon a Time China too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which number is the one with centipede versus chicken? Uh, that that's not within the same canon. <laughs> that's a Wong Jing film. That's <laughs> oh, a parody. Okay. Yeah, I forget which one. There's so many. <laughs> yeah, there is there is a, a fight though with um I think it's a dragon though, yeah. uh like a paper mache dragon where he's doing Maybe that. Maybe I meant the dragon uh, that, one. Yeah, that's that's number two with Donnie Yen. Coincidentally. Yeah, actually, <laughs> now that you mentioned Once Upon a Time in China too, that is also another film that Donnie Yen is in that I also can palette. <laughs> okay. So there's there's two. Uh and speaking of Donnie Yen, well, can I on there Sam, that enough. And because he's a bad just guy. On, yeah. Just on Once Upon a Time in China better than Iron Monkey, is that because of Donnie Yen's presence? That's because of Donnie Yen's death. <laughs> uh I cried rivers of tears at the end of that. <laughs> I really did. Uh speaking of Donnie oh, Yen. I will add though that yeah. um later in the film the the main villain uh, who comes along, the monk, is also the main villain in Once Upon a Time in China 1. Yes, he is. He is. Main shirt. Um, speaking of Donnie Yen, he actually makes an appearance now. And I, lo- I love every time... Actually, is it is it Donnie Yen or is it Wong Fei Hong? Every time Wong Fei Hong shows up, they play that the Wong Fei Hong theme. No, it was just um, they do it when they initially show up in the beginning, and then they do it at in another sp- one more spot, and then the end. Yeah, it's, it's only like whenever he's there when Wong Fei Hong's there. I think it's when both of them are there. The kid. Wong I thought it was Fei just Hong, the kid and the dad when they're both together. I think in those scenes they have the music. I think the Wong Fei Hong theme song is almost almost 
as like good and almost iconic. gives me uh, as iconic as the uh, golden harvest bong 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 when i hear that that wong fei hong uh, i can't even i can't even sing it now sam you've been on this podcast since the beginning yeah whenever you get the bong 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 you have to do the keyboard bit as well thank you you know what that, that- it was like I was in the room when they were recording it. It really was. <laughs> and now I got to do the Wang Fei Hong theme. Mo hey, mo It's so funny. Every time I hear that song, I'm gonna shoot a video of me just like putting some clothes on, making my breakfast, and that music's gonna play in the background. It's gonna be the most epic breakfast that you've ever seen. <laughs> and uh, you know, I have felt really conflicted. Scott. You were sprinkling like some sugar over your wheat bix in slow motion. <laughs> and you look at your breakfast like huh. <laughs> Could have some impact powder. I had this I had this really conflicted feeling when I saw Donnie Yen to that music walking on the stage and I was like, I feel good but bad. I feel good but bad. <laughs> Uh, so Wang Fei Hong is there visiting. Uh, they're not in Fat San or Fushan or Fushan. How it, Fushan. Well, um, yeah, no, but they say Fat Shan. Is that how you so pronounce it? Fushan. Oh, Fushan. Just to make it really confusing. Yeah. Fushan. Shan is. It's Fushan. It's probably like more like a standard Mandarin. I don't know. I think he was he was there gathering ingredients because he's also a doctor. Yeah. And uh, they're there to pick him up and have him sent on. Oh, okay. Is that what is there? He's there for yeah, like yeah, medicine. At, right at the beginning, he's organizing with the the dealer guy that's got mm. them already packed and he says can you put them with my luggage ready to leave no. yeah okay they're about to leave the next day essentially and this this gives a good introduction to Wong Fei Hong and Wong Ki Ying so Donnie Yen plays Wong Ki Ying and a little girl plays Wong Fei Hong um, well not that little she's like a teenager but obviously her head's shaved and she looks like a boy should we have the the mildly intriguing story what's that, that? Uh, of the interview with Donnie Yen that we watched before said they deliberately chose a girl because they wanted Wong Fei Hong character to seem more vulnerable <laughs> for some that's reason. That's so creepy, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I, just a bit. She's good though. She's good. She's she's definitely a good actress. Mm. Better than Donnie Yen. <laughs> uh, well, having a little boy next to Donnie Yen is just... I'm not going to say anything there. Um, Donnie Yen is uh, on the scene and they kind of set up that he's a good martial artist because there's a bunch of pickpockets that are there. And uh, they also demonstrate that Wong Fei Hong is a very righteous individual because he sees some you know, pickpockets or whatnot and he starts shooting them with his uh, slingshot. And uh, this sets off like a, uh, an altercation with these pickpockets coming to fight Donnie Yen. And Donnie Yen's like, no. Because like, they try to steal his money and then Donnie Yen gets his money back. And that's when the the thief boss comes over and he's like, hey, what are you saying? It's bad to steal? And Donnie's like, yeah, it is. And uh, I was like, yeah, you're right, Donnie, yeah. <laughs> See, <laughs> again, not only am I being entertained, but I'm learning. That's right. And and I, I'm, I'm ever grateful, like, honestly. <laughs> Sam, I think you are... We forgot to add um, a little bit just before they get introduced, the governor who's basically... Um, been, uh, you know, had all his money stolen. Embezzling. Has, has advised all of the um, the police officers essentially to go out and arrest anyone that looks like a monkey. Yeah, always or, related or to a monkey. Related to a monkey. One yeah. g- one guy was sneezing and scratching himself, and they arrested him because he Too looked like a monkey. <laughs> Chinese opera monkey. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's stupid. Little monkey. monkey. Yeah. yeah. 
So this fight scene with Donnie Yen and the the thieves, um, I thought was pretty good. He does a lot of. Except the thing is with Donnie is whenever he fights, he just looks so smug. I'm just sick of his smug Pulls face. His face, huh? You love that face, don't lie. You know that 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 kind of like that smug face. I'm not even trying. Look, I've got one <laughs> hand behind my back. He doesn't break a sweat. Yeah. You know, this is what I don't get with you guys, and, and this is all honestly. Like, I'm being serious here. Jet Li does that in. The only time I've ever seen him not do that was in Wong Fei Hock. No, Fong, Wong Fei Hock? Fong Se Yuk. Fong Se Yuk. Yeah. Right? I think. Yeah. Every other film. Fong Se Yuk. Especially the Once Upon, in China, Once Upon a Time in China series, he is the most stone faced, arrogant so and so. Yes. But when Donnie Yen does it, yeah. like. The heavens open, and it was the rap time for the rapture. <laughs> Thing is, though, I think uh, Jet Li wrote and did all that. Probably Donnie just kind of sauntered in late with his shades on and made some crazy demands, and then uh, that's what I'd like to believe anyway. Yeah, if Jet Li showed up all the time in sunglasses, I'd probably think the and same. And then thing. got our piano and then started playing it, <laughs> which is the icing on the cake. Yeah, for me. <laughs> yeah, Donnie Yen. <laughs> but he does. Uh, he does do that annoying thing where he speeds up his fight scenes oh. all the time. And he's he's very fast anyway. It, it's one of those ones where it makes it look too superhuman and unnatural because of the, the, you know, it's just that half step that he puts in there to make it like, you know, half half a frame too much. It's Don't it's more it. than half a frame. He is speeding this shit up. It's unlike... Is that Yoon Warping's fault or is it Donnie's no, fault? No, it's Donnie's. It's because, Donnie's fault? No, because he, he doesn't. doesn't. He demands it. It's oh. only Donnie. It's oh. only Donnie. Only Donnie's fights. Yeah, only oh. Donnie's fights. And if you Although see having, true, having said that, Jet, Jet Li did do the same thing in Fist of Legend. But <laughs> I don't know. Was that him? Yes. See, the, Okay, so the problem I have, right, and this is the irony of Donnie Yen and, and part of like my own self-loathing is I hate to admit the fact that he is a talented guy. He can do martial arts. He fights really well. He's a good martial artist. He doesn't. He's fast enough. He doesn't need to speed his fight scenes up. And when he speeds his fight scenes up, I just think you're a wanker, Donnie. <laughs> I honestly have a theory on that. I think it's so. If he didn't speed it up, and you saw how good and fast he was without the speed up, like you'd literally be in awe. Like he's such so talented that I actually believe that he was one with the force and the force was one with him in in Rogue One. I actually believe that. Um, and I actually and Mike, you, you, I see you're agreeing with me. What? Sorry, I was falling asleep. <laughs> Let's make Donnie great again. <laughs> it never happened. <laughs> so so Donnie does this fight scene and it's pretty good. A lot of good gags. Um, it does it, it establishes the fact that he's a good fighter and the cops are there and they see him fighting. I do enjoy the use of the umbrella, you know, to hook around the legs and yeah, you know, redirect him into the pole and that kind of thing. And then he hits the pole and it walks away and then it splits later. <laughs> I do love whenever they do a trip with the umbrella, like you get the the umbrella and sweep somebody's legs. They do like a triple axle somersault. <laughs> they like fly three hundred sixty degrees. We've got a pretty good. Versatile and expensive umbrella. And the other day, when it was a bit gusty, bless you, it kind of foom inside out. This umbrella is rock hard and doesn't even bend. Or I oh, you should umbrella. see some of the outtakes on on these things. Like, um, as Jackie does in um, Police Story One when he hangs off the bus with the the um, the umbrella and stuff. The amount of umbrellas they go through when they shoot these kind of movies of those scenes. It's a fake umbrella. It's basically a crowbar with a sheath yeah, on essentially, it. Essentially, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
So, the cops watch Johnny Yen fighting and they look at him and they go, ooh, that could be the Iron Monkey. He's a pretty good martial artist. And uh, Fight too well. Yeah. And they, they get him and they take him and he's like, what are you talking about? They caused the trouble. And the cops are like, ah, oh, we didn't see that. We didn't we see that. And the kids are like, why don't they arrest the rest of them? Yeah. Because <laughs> no one else can fight like Wong Ki Ying, who is a celebrity. Like Wong Ki Ying is kind of like one of the Kardashians showing up the and proto, like, fighting. Proto-celebrity. <laughs> He's a yeah. famous hero. Yeah, that's right. So you see him fighting and you're like, he could be the Iron Monkey, but you know, forget that he lives in Fat San and he's only visiting for a day. You know, these cops are idiots. Somebody clap. No, with a mic even. <laughs> uh, so they grab him and they show up at the, uh, where is it? Like the magistrate's court or something? The governor's house. Governor's house. This is his house. He's got like a whole room. It's the, his well, it's court. A, it's then? the he's, same thing. Yeah. His front lounge. His front lounge. The courtyard. The, the where the where the iron <coughs> the where the justice is done. Yeah. <laughs> where the iron monkey was slapping him around before. So he's sitting there and uh, he's got some guy fan in him. There's lots of fans. He needs a lot of fans. He's sweating. He's sweating. And he's got about what, like thirty or forty people like corralled there. All Must the people be all that his were kidneys from all the nine concubines. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, he's, got, he's, he's passing judgment on on the people that have been rounded up with anything monkey-like. Yeah. And uh, you you see an actual monkey. I'll be a, <laughs> a monkey's ass. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. He's upside, the monkey's upside down. He's like walking and shaking his ass. And he says to the monkey, execute him. And they take the monkey away and goes, Wah! like it's a ridiculous sound effect. Because <laughs> the monkey's upset. You know, and die. I, I, I was like, that's sad, man. They're going to kill that monkey. It has brains. Eat his brains, what? This is in Temple of Doom. No, they said that. that was a monkey brain. Oh, they said they were going to eat the monkey brains. He's like, later on, you can eat that monkey brain. He's oh, like, yeah. That's gross. That's gross. It's a delicacy. Yeah. Maybe Donnie Yen uses it to moisturize. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they're all sitting there and, uh, you know, the, the punishments just get more and more severe because the governor is like, oh, confess, one of you is the iron monkey. And, uh, and they, uh, they get Donnie Yen's kid. They get Wong Fei Hong. And they're like, we're going to take this kid and brand him. We're going to brand him with this red hot brand. And uh, just before they're about to brand him, you hear the... the do you hear the... Iron, does Iron Monkey have a theme? I think you just hear the... Whoop, of like rocks and shit flying around. Oh, yeah. Hang on, if I remember... Dun, 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 dun. That's huh? not Iron Monkey, that's A-Team. It's the same thing, really. Isn't <laughs> it? I thought you were going to sing the monkey theme song. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. from an egg on the mountain top. <laughs> That's more monkey. I'm so the static man. <laughs> uh, so he reaches down from no. the roof and um, knocks the brand, flipping backwards and hits the assistant. Yeah, the, the advisor. Or yeah. Burns his chest. How dare you attack all these people and then um, he's like yeah the iron monk is here these people are innocent he's like haha it was my secret trick to trap you to come out in the daytime yeah and that's when they he says like the gunmen come out so there's like guys with guns that are lining up inside and outside and uh, they shoot him but he manages to dodge by dropping to the ground and then they shoot him again and he manages he to dodge he some um, smoke bombs yeah in the middle of him as well because he's Batman yes that's, that's what you said exactly at that time yeah it's I Batman. was like it's just like Batman uh, somebody else said that he... What else was he? Well, he's the ninja. best superhero since Marvel? Before Marvel? <laughs> he's like, yeah, some super ninja Batman. Marvel superhero. <laughs> um, so, he manages to escape and then... Does he... He throws no, no, um, Wong Ki Ying. 
The oh, goes yeah. after yeah. him. Goes after him, and they start having a fight on the rooftop. Yeah, he wants and, to prove his son innocent. And they're they're fairly evenly matched on the rooftop, and the others are watching him. Yeah, and they they're like, aren't they just like? Yep, kung fu is good. Yes, I know. Yours are too. <laughs> yeah, they're praising each other praising while they're each other fighting. While they're fighting. Yep. Yeah, it's like, oh, your hair's um, great. Oh wow! And then the kid Wong Fei Hong shoots a little, um, you know, with a slingshot, a little rock at him. Only to be knocked away like it was nothing. Well, no, he kicks it back into yeah. the into where Wong Fei Hong is, and uh, so hard that it's like a bullet it beds itself into the um, wooden pillar next to him. Yeah, yeah, and then he dives. He does this like big psycho crusher down, and uh, Iron Monkey gets close. He realizes it's a kid, so he does like a U turn midair kind of thing. Mid-air. That's pretty great, isn't it? Yeah, Change direction. Yeah, <laughs> and then he flies back up. And then him and uh, Wonka Ying, Donnie Yen, they collide midair and they do like a, I don't know, like a Hadouken or something. <laughs> and uh, they both, like uh, Iron Monkey ends up back on the roof and Donnie Yen is back on the ground again. So Iron Monkey escapes. Yeah. I think what you're trying to say, Mike, is that Donnie Yen took pity. Um, <laughs> I will not use my full chi today. <laughs> I'm saving my magic. <laughs> yeah, Donnie Yen's got one arm behind his back. He's like, I haven't even used the other arm yet. Uh, the stupid thing about the fight on the roof is, again, it was sped up. And you can tell it's sped up because whenever they jump, they fall back down really quick. Mm. And it just it just looks wrong, which is a shame. They try and bring some ladders up and try and like, let's get them. And they just fall from the, the roof. kick down. And they're like, oh. Oh, that was rough. a good stunt. Ooh. Yeah, because the Iron Monkey kicks the ladders down. And then the guys, what, it's like a two-story roof? And they just land on the ground. Because they're stuntmen, that's how they do. There's no cushions down there because a full shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. They just land there and they probably died. R.I.P. R.I.P. And uh, I think this is where Wong Ka-Yeng is kind of like, uh, you know, like, give me a chance. You know, don't punish these people. You got to let them go. Give me no, a chance. No, no. Um, the governor goes, oh, you're pretty good. And then he, th- it's at that point that he actually finds out that he's Wong Ka-Yeng. Mm. He goes, oh, and the magistrate's partner guy goes, oh, he's quite famous. He's like, ha, ah, yes, um, you will capture the Iron Monkey in seven days and I'll keep your son. Yeah, well, yeah, Wong Ki-ying is like, let, let everyone go. And then he's like, I'll keep your son yeah. and then just make sure you don't get away. He's like, he's taking a car for a test drive. He's like, I'll just leave your license behind him. <laughs> Except it was back in the old days, they didn't have licenses so that to use your firstborn. That's right. Yeah, so, so Donnie's a bit upset. And uh, everybody hears that he's going to capture the Iron Monkey. And obviously, all the people... Cause, because Iron Monkey is so beloved, everybody's like, you fucking bastard. Word travels fast here. Like, the Bush Telegraph just went... Yeah. Right away. Well, it's really crowded. You just have to whisper to the next guy. It's like Chinese whisper. Uh, <laughs> actually, it's more like... It's, no, actually, where are they? They're not in Canton. They're not in Fatsan. I don't even know where they are. Where are they supposed to be? I don't know. They're in Iron Monkey territory, wherever that is. Hong Kong. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Hong Kong. Are they no, in Hong no, Kong? I don't really say. They never really said. No. Um, when he gets tricked later, he picks Canton as the province. He's yeah, probably, he does. He's probably up north somewhere, because there's one point where he speaks to some guy in the market and speaks in Mandarin and says, I'll send that stuff to, you know, Fusan, Fusan, whatever. Oh. So, and then, then everyone just magically speaks Cantonese again, so go figure. Okay. <laughs> okay. Not consistent. Um, so wherever they are, wherever they are, everybody knows that uh, Donnie Yen is a traitor. So he goes, uh, this is my favorite part of the film when everybody shits on Donnie Yen. And he's walking <laughs> around trying to get food 
And uh, he goes to pay for some soup or whatever. And the guy's like, hey, hang on. You're, you're Wonky Ying. And he's like, yes, I am. And he's like, oh, you're that dickhead that's going to catch Iron Monkey. I'm not going to sell Are shit to you. you in this movie? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got to say, it was probably the most unrealistic scene of the movie. Like, it was worse than the wire work. It was just poor acting all around. You could tell they were starstruck. <laughs> yeah. You couldn't believe that anybody would deny Donnie Yen. I was, like, I was feeling really hungry too, looking at all those buns that couldn't be eaten. Yeah. And Donnie couldn't eat them. He even tried to, he, he threw some money in the pot and the guy's like, no, you're not having a bun. And he, then he went to take his money back and he's like, you're a thief, you're a thief. And of course, Donnie Yen's pride wouldn't let him take his money back. Take that. And everyone's looking and instead of like running away and being a person, he just turned and went, huh. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, someone's walking around with some buns and they drop one on the floor and Donnie's like <clears throat> doing something that, this is this is where his acting skills came in because he's never ever eaten f- food off the floor before, and you could see in the look in his face he was hungry. This is this is years of acting talent. Yeah, picks it up, sits back down, like looking around, so no one saw that. And then a groupie runs up and says, "Please sign my tits," <laughs> or or something about soup. I, I couldn't remember. I think I was I was just amazed. I was in in awe of what was happening in this scene. That Ta- didn't happen away, at so. all in this film. <laughs> She's what movie were you watching? <laughs> in his head, he was just like, oh, yeah, that's what, that's what I would do. I You're probably falling asleep at this point, so you, you dreamt all that. I, I don't fall asleep. I, I was passed out. Um, You're just resting your eyes? <laughs> I was passed out due to shock and awe. Shock and awe of Donnie. I could, yeah, that's right. Like, yeah. It was, it was too much for me. He goes to eat this bun. And he doesn't. He doesn't get to taste the bun. Donnie Yen doesn't normally feed himself. You see, in the real world, he has people. He has people that does that. <laughs> chew, chew, they chew food for him and spit in his mouth like a bird. Yeah, <laughs> he opens his mouth and they just regurgitate it into him. And then somebody massages his belly to digest it. Oh. That's how he does. And uh, this lady who is uh, Yin, what, what's her name? Jean Wang, um, Orchard Orchid. Can someone confirm? Orchard is a field of fruit, right? Oh, Orchard is a field and Orchid is the flower. Yeah. Orchid is a character in Killer Instinct too. Yeah, Orchid. Her name's Orchid. Mm. Uh, she shows up and she's like, hey, don't eat that. That's a dirty bun. And he's like, but I'm hungry. And he goes to bite it and she slaps it out of his hand like that disgusting sandwich that Homer Simpson's eating. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, don't eat that. And he's like, oh. Waste of food, man. Yeah, it's a waste of food. It's a bun. I don't know if it's... Wash it off, three-second rule, it's good. Yeah. You just just peel off the outer layer of the bun, you can eat the under. That's what he was doing. Yeah, Yeah, I would have eaten it. It looked all good. yeah. Yeah, bitch. Well, it probably had plague on it, so... Oh, yeah, everything (laughs) had plague on it. It was probably made with the plague. They give it some plague see, flour. Uh, flour, water, plague. Oh, I've got everything (laughs) I need. Uh, Really got to rub that plague in, get it deep. Um, she She offers him soup. And am I right in understanding that he was quite disappointed with soup? Yeah, I mean, you, if someone offered you soup, you'd be like, hmm, I'm hungry, right? Oh, uh, if it's a good soup, I'd be like, damn, it's a miso it's like soup. Soup's like clear soup, it's like nothing much in it, right? <laughs> so, what you're saying is if she offers him a minestrone, that would have been better? A minestrone, a chunky soup? Yeah. Chunky beef Yet soup? Yet to be invented. Yeah. The chunky soup? <laughs> chunky soup. <laughs> well, if you sneeze hard enough. You can add some more flavors to it. Some chunks. Um, Anyway, so he's disappointed and his stomach just goes, like every good anime. And uh, he does this apologetic face. He's like, oh, look, I'm sorry, but uh, have you got any caviar? Uh, No, he doesn't say that. He says, (laughs) says, you know, like, I'm sorry about my stomach, but, you know, if you'd said rice or something, 
you know that's what more, that's what Donnie's used to rice that's what he says he says Donnie in the third person and uh, <laughs> and she's like Donnie's not in this movie you're Wong Ying and anyway she invites him back into the house and uh, he's used to that yeah he's used to that he's used to that he, he usually doesn't even wait for an invite he just strolls in and he goes in there and she's cooking and he's like man I wish this bitch would hurry up I'm hungry and he does start when she's got a back turn and he goes to sneak an ingredient on her too and she turns around and, like, and does the whole like puts it down really fast and has his back turned like oh I wasn't doing anything no 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 <laughs> and she goes oh by the way that's chili from our local region yeah the hottest chili known to man <laughs> one you know bite and you'll be sweating and he ate it like a champ like, in fact he ate half the bowl and went got anything hotter <laughs> he wanted those peppers that Homer Simpson had <laughs> <laughs> the ghost pepper he eats it and he starts eating a whole bunch of shit doesn't break a sweat no, no, he never breaks a sweat. Donnie doesn't have pores. His face is Teflon. That's why it's so clean and smooth. So he's like an oil slick. Yeah, he's look. Hey, did anyone notice that his uh, what what his chong sum like his his robe his outfit? Like normally you watch one, Once Upon a Time in China, you watch any period drama, and people are wearing chong sums, and it's just like a nice brown black matte fabric. His is shiny. shiny. Nothing Shiny but silk touches this body. Yeah. Like I mean, he's wearing this shit. Looks like he's wet all the time. He's shiny. He looks like a baby dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. He's you know like what? A- no, I got to That's, this is, you know, this is part and parcel of the contract, you know. <laughs> all right. Everything must be silk, satin, like, you know. Yeah. Even, even if he was on his deathbed, his bandages must be pure silk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, My underwear is baby seals. <laughs> So anyway, Donnie Yen is looking pretty smashing, and uh, he uh, what or- orchid? I'm gonna keep getting this wrong. Orchid is cooking the food, and he's like, "Bitch, hurry up!" And he says, uh, "Hey, hey, hey, just step back. It's all right. I'm a I'm a guest. I'll make you some Cantonese food, right?" So he, he what? No, you you know. No, I'm just shaking, just thinking of this scene. Oh, what? Because it becomes like a dick waving contest. Well, not not yet. Because <laughs> sorry, <laughs> yeah, because Doctor Yang hasn't shown up yet. He's busy making his popcorn chicken. Yeah, he just whips up a batch of popcorn chicken like a nothing. <laughs> Let me take your food and make some my own food out of it. Yeah, so, again, uh, this just adds to the 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 absolute majesty of of Donnie. He's a cook now. He was Iron Chef in the real world. He won My Kitchen Rules every season. Yeah, just comes in and says, "Stand back." Let a professional show you how this is done. Quite rude. He's like, oh, you're taking too long. Give me that food. I'll cook better and faster. He does hide it by saying, I'll make you some of my food. Just get out the way. And he does like, it's not him clearly because they never show his face when he's doing this stuff. But they got a guy who's just smashing the shit. You know what? I reckon it was Iron Chef Ken Kenichi, Chen Kenichi, who was probably doing it. And he was just like flipping around this ladle. It was pretty impressive. Made me hungry. <laughs> And then he finishes with a bowl of, I don't know, what is it, like Cantonese or, I don't know. I don't know what they made at the end. It's no, all no, stir fry to me. Canton. Because at this point, as he starts cooking, in walks Iron Monkey. Yeah. And they both start... Dr. Wang. Doing... No, Dr. Yang. <laughs> Dr. Dr. Jones, Wang. Dr. Jones the, calling Dr. Jones. The, the measurements. Yeah, the, oh, Dr. Wang. Yes, I get you. The thing is, we make the joke, oh, I made some popcorn chicken. She, he actually says, oh, my famous golden chicken. Yeah. It's fucking popcorn chicken. <laughs> so they get, I mean, and they start doing these 
they start peeling vegetables and and cutting things in the most outlandish fashion. It's not your simple like I'm just stand by the board and just do the. They're doing big movements like yeah. he's standing ten feet away peeling a potato and throwing the like when he does the cut, the chips are flying into the 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 um the stir fry and the other guy's doing this with a with a piece of bok choy and just you know it's it, it really is um over the top kitchen work and incredibly dangerous <laughs> incredibly dangerous hot oil is flying everywhere like you could not cook in this kitchen unless you were a kung fu master or Donnie Yen or, or Donnie Yen who happens to be a kung fu master yeah. well, that's why everybody walks around with umbre- umbrellas because there's flying oil everywhere <laughs> that's why they have to be so must tough. be a movie like this where you have to be a, a kung fu master to cook <laughs> we'll have well, to find that for our next podcast God of Cookery well, Stephen Chow yeah pretty much yeah <laughs> so that, there is actually um, <laughs> coming next week <laughs> chef based ones with uh, Samo and uh, and there's a Stephen Chow one where he's yeah that's God of Cookery I don't know about the Samo one we'll watch that I wouldn't call God of Cookery an uh, action movie really yeah he does a flip in it yeah, I don't know yeah I don't know <laughs> he does a flip and he kicks a knife I don't call it a hardcore action movie there's a monk who tries to suck venom out of a penis I remember as the guy who picks his nose in all the Stephen oh, Chow movies. My favourite, that uh, guy. The monk's name's Wet Dream, if I remember. <laughs> I'm not even making this shit up. That's that's real. Um, anyway, let's stop talking about better films. <laughs> so, Donnie Yen and uh, Dr. Yang and Orchid are sitting down having dinner and they're having, I don't know, like a, a discussion. That's when Donnie Yen does his best, best acting face and he's like, sad Donnie. And everyone's like, oh, Donnie, why are you sad? And Donnie said, well, I guess if you're asking. It's because my son is in jail and he's probably not eating anything right now. But, oh, well, nothing I can do. <laughs> Pass me that giant bowl of <laughs> popcorn chicken. I better drown my sorrows in this delicious food that I made. What's he say? Oh, I better stop eating. I need to go save my son. See ya. <laughs> See you later. After the seventh helping. <laughs> I don't want to be hungry again. So he leaves and, and Orchid says something strange to him. She's like, hey, you knock on our door anytime. We're up late. Or maybe she says, I'm up late. Anyway. She's definitely got this thing she said for we, him. You can tell by the look in her eyes. Um, yeah. And the doc, the doc this, is, this is the part where we go back to her backstory. Um, Do we? Do we? I thought we'd go, we'd go over to the That's jail. Well, she hands him some of her buns first and then he goes away and then they go back to the jail. The backstory where they show her with a kid net, yeah. that's later. I was going to say, it's probably later. Um, <laughs> Rachel, I don't know where you got that, that theory from. Please continue. <laughs> so they go back to the jail and... Uh, well, no, because Dr. Yang is like, nah, that's not good, that kid's there. I should probably do something about it. And then they go to the jail and the kid is there and terribly sick. She's got the plague. I mean, he's got the plague. After about two days. Yeah, yeah. Well, the plague travels fast. When you're hanging around sicko people in the jail, um, and I love how when people hear that someone's got the plague, they do the same thing as when they have a um, when vampires are out and hold their nose, block their nose, so they can't. Vampires <laughs> apparent vampires in the plague can't find you if you block your nose. Yes, it's a known fact. I I, I didn't yeah. know this until now. Yeah, um, and you eat uh, elephants' testicles. That's another thing. Well, I, I was doing that anyway, but that was something different. <laughs> <laughs> it's for my tusks. <laughs> Uh, if you're listening don't eat elephants tusks because they need them <laughs> or tiger balls or tiger balls or any testicles actually testicles is not food or tiger bum or tiger don't eat that shit 
Uh, hey, how about a segue? When I was a kid, I <laughs> I went skateboarding and uh, to try something new, I, I thought I'd get down on my knee and just get real low, real fast. And my shoelaces got caught in the wheels and it dragged my foot back and the lever action slammed my face into the, the pavement, the gravel, and I rode for about five minutes. Uh, well, not five minutes, probably like three seconds. And uh, it, it it turned me into like Two-Face, like Harvey Dent. Like my face was just scraped and shit. Man, I say the surgery worked beautifully. You can't <laughs> even tell. Well, my face is on the other side of my head. Um, and then what happened was I went, because I was only a kid, I was like, oh shit, if mum finds out about this, she's going to be real pissed. And then she finds me cowering in the car. Going, ah! And uh, she gets like a handful of tiger balm. Slaps that shit right in my face. Oh my God, that's not a disinfectant. Yeah. Well, is it not? Well, I it stung like a bitch. I bet. Yeah, it not, did. Not in my estimation. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, well, maybe it works. It's yeah. just like you know, Vicks vapor up or something. Oh. Equivalent. I'm just going to throw a quick story in here before we get sidetracked any more into our second hour of the podcast. But I was staying at a mate's house when I was a kid, and he's smart ass goes, "Rub some tiger bum under your eyes. It's like Vic vapor drops. <laughs> It'll help you sleep." <laughs> Motherfucker, that hurt. <laughs> Go on. I've got a really quick story. You're a dumbass. Um, this one time at band camp. Uh, moving on, moving on. <laughs> you had tiger balm on your hands. <laughs> you forgot. So they Ooh, got tiger balm out to revive uh, Wong Fei Hong, right? Yeah, they gave him some kind of medicine. No, they didn't. They took him back because he was all sweating <laughs> and shit. Isn't this one where they dress up as like royal? Because they got the royal fans. No, not yet. Not yet. Um, Scott, where did you get that theory from? They just kind of walk in and like, and like oh, again. by the way, we're taking this kid. Like, oh, yeah, yeah cool. well, the kids, well, they had Master Fox there as well. And Master Fox has been established as, even though he's a cop and like kind of like a bumbling cop, he's a righteous guy. Like, he's like, no, nah, no, nah, whatever you need, like, take him. You know, I'll deal with the consequences myself. Um, and that's when Dr. Yang and Orchid, they take Wong Fei Hong and then they treat him with medicine and put him in some kind of like magic bath, like what Jet Li did in Kung Fu Cult Master, except it's not floating in the air. It's just full of like herbs and berries and natural They just stuff. put him in the soup. Yeah. <laughs> Eat his brains later. Gross. That's the soup that uh, Donnie was eating before. Um, and then is this where Donnie fights the monks? Because uh, there's the... He's up on the rooftops and he's kind of like looking... At, yeah, that's right. He goes up on the rooftops and that's when Master Fox is up there and he's got like some like hot pot <laughs> on top of somebody's <laughs> chimney and uh, they're just eating it actually looks really cozy I-, I wanted to get on somebody's roof and just eat on top of the house what do you think we're doing after this <laughs> getting on top of my roof and eating up there you get uh, some stir fry out can we just- get some popcorn chicken <laughs> on your roof <laughs> <laughs> and they're eating and they're having a chat and it did look delicious and uh, so <laughs> the person's house who it is is like who the fuck's eating on my chimney you're blocking my chimney yeah it's just like poking this shit up um, and that's when they see, uh, what, like four guys dressed in um, like iron monkey outfits, basically ninja outfits. And one of them's carrying like a big sack, I guess. Wrap or something. Yeah, it looks like a body. It is a body. <laughs> and they're running there and uh, that's when Donnie goes, iron monkey, iron monkey. Except he says it in Chinese, so I don't know what that is. I don't know. Um, so Donnie Yen runs after them and then the cop is like, oh, I better run after them too. And they run maybe over. He could the fly as well, but maybe he just jumps. He, I think he just jumps. I don't think we've established that he can fly at this point. I know Iron Monkey can fly. So they they go there and they catch up to these these monks, and uh, this is actually a really good fight scene because you've got Donnie Yen against four monks. Now Master Fox tries to fight and he gets his sword out a bit, 
Um, but he gets knocked out pretty early on. And, uh, and Donnie does some cool stuff here. He's got a good pose. Pulls Every time he fights, he pulls his Chong Sum to the side to show off his balls, I guess. <laughs> and he's like doing the lowest, widest stance ever. And his legs are just so wide. And his hands are out there. And one of them comes flying at him and he throws like a sack of grain. He's like, whole meal on you, bitch. <laughs> and uh, the guy just rips this grain in half and then they both punch each other. He punches through the grain. The guy goes flying. Lots of big, wide shots of people flying into like walls and furniture and whatnot. And lots of shots of Donnie with his head in the corner of the shot. Yeah? Like from below. From below? Yeah. Like an up from his crotch shot. Oh, yeah, somewhere around that area. Yeah. Uh, what, just to show like a... He's, he's tall and dominant, I don't know. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. After every hit, it's just you have to see Donnie Yen. Yeah. Yeah. There's some brutal like impact here. Like, mm. You they appreciate some, uh, some nice camera work though. They had like an over-the-top shot. Yeah. And had him like spin with four, you know, people coming at him at once and like kick, 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 kick. Around. Yeah. Like pinball. Ba-ding, yeah. ba-ding. It was actually um, the way that it was edited was really well done because you go from one part of the action and then you see somebody get kicked to the side of the wall and then it comes back and then they go for, like they'll show a particular kick from multiple angles and you can kind of see the impact and uh, you appreciated Scott when one of the, somebody came in with a flying punch and then Donnie punched his punch punched his fist <laughs> yeah. wasn't that the one where he he goes He goes to punch him in the shoulder and he, he, his shoulder goes back and he just pushes his shoulder forward and pushes oh, the head. No, nah, that's when the, the chick comes in. No, the one that he's talking about is there's a guy that comes flying with a flying punch like a Superman punch and Donnie Yen punches his fist and then the guy goes flying because obviously oh. Donnie's punch is stronger. This, obviously, uh, um, nobody fists like Donnie Yen. <laughs> Another accolade we can just cross off the list. This lady that's fighting with him, she's got some good wood shattering... Uh, Palm. I bet she does. Palm. Like an iron claw yeah, kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. She grabs like a bamboo thing and she just rips it to shreds. And I love every time she shows up, her theme music is basically a screaming woman. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's really unsettling. It's I don't know if any of you have seen um Into the Spider-Verse with Spider-Man. With Spider-Man. Um <laughs> The Asian Action Cast's own Spider-Man. No, so there's um there's Spider Monk. There's a sound whenever the prowler shows up. It's a really unsettling kind of this is very much like that. It's kind of like this screeching cat noise whenever this chick shows up. Um, um, so, she shows up and... Uh, oh, what was that before that though? He punches the guy in the face. Oh, no. That's when he busts out his uh, his Mo Yinka, his no shadow kick. And yeah. uh, again, he pulls his Chong Sum to the side so that he has access to his legs, I guess. Um, Actually, no, I think he lifts it up. He throws it up kind of like an upskirt. He's like doing an upskirt to the guy. He's like, look down there, bitch. And the guy's like, what? Fist? No way, it was a foot. And uh, he kicks him. Look, again, Donnie Yen, talented man, does multiple kicks, does not need to speed this shit up. But he does. Uh, it looks like he's having like some kind of fit because his leg is just like hitting this guy like, what, six, seven times? And there's a good gag because the guy flies back. He's got multiple foot marks all over his his body. And that's when he's kind of like, oh, he doesn't know where to touch because he's been hit so many times. It's like, ow. A lot of this fight is also him just doing a weird little shoulder boogie. Yeah. Like, uh, like you bump someone on the way past, like, fuck you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's because his hand's behind his back. He can't do anything else. <laughs> then eventually when he's beaten them enough, then the, the girl shows up mm. and she 
yeah. Is this the girl with a half face that's... Yes. Yeah, half burnt face kind of thing. So, or a birthmark? Is it burnt? Birthmark or, or burnt? I don't, I don't know. know. Harvey, Harvey like Dent's... pinky like a birthmark? Yeah, like a Herman Germa or something. Yeah. Two-Face's sister rocks her, you know, and, and just decides that she's going to, you know, Good test pull. the waters. Good fool. <laughs> uh, also, um, the, the body they're carrying is some lady... And that you never see her again. No, she she escaped or she's dead. She's like an abductee or something. It just establishes their their that they're rapists. I guess <laughs> must be a rapist. It opens it. Yeah, <laughs> they're monks because um, when Donnie's fighting them, he, he pulls off their like masks. Yeah, well, he notices that they're doing like Shaolin palms anyway. Yeah, and he pulls off one of their masks and sees a monk dots. Yeah, and stuff. if I ever get into a fight, like a real fight, it would be the best thing in the. I mean, I don't want to get into a fight, but if I did. It would be the coolest thing in the world if I hit somebody and they step back for a bit and goes, Shaolin Palm? Okay. You're from the same school. So, <laughs> <laughs> that would be the coolest thing ever. In fact, if somebody ever hits me, I'm going to do that. Like, Balga Palm? <laughs> <laughs> no, All right, so guys, prestigious. we'll be ready. Oh, Thanks, drop the mic, Scott. Nice, yeah. We're going we're gonna to run a competition where you come in and punch Sam, so <laughs> we'll give details about that later. Also, I think this starts the trend, if it hasn't started earlier in this movie, of people fighting and shit-talking each other with exposition. I'm like, oh, you know this, do you? Yeah, I'm going to fight like this. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, you're pretty good. And just like, not, not one-liners, but just like a bit of shit-talking back and forth. Is yeah, it shit-talking or is it when crazy? He's, fight, he's fighting the girl, he starts saying, oh, you're from that school and blah, blah, blah. I, I honestly think this was... At some point, they all had a meeting and they went, look, the audience is too freaking stupid to understand this. Let's just explain it while we're talking, you know, like, and and we'll just explain what we're doing, where, where it's coming from. And, you know, we don't have to write any new script then. We can just go on with this. It's 90% of our work done. Fights. Really, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, look, I've got a Shaolin pub. Oh, really? Well, you know. <laughs> the fourth writer of this film decided to put that in. <laughs> it's a fit a lot into 90 minutes. Was that how long this film was? Apparently. Wow. 90 felt minutes longer. long. Felt longer. I know. I was like, where do they fit in all this stuff? Mm. So, um, Donnie basically tears the crap out of this uh, female monk. Yeah. And uh, I think something ends up falling. Well, they, um, they smash they, each they other smash into the walls and then this like little hovel that they're yeah, in just the breaks down. Because like she, she actually gets some balcony. hits. Balcony. Mm. She actually gets some hits because she's a sub-boss. So, yeah. You know, like she, she's actually got to do a, a few things to him. Yeah, she's wearing like a flying nun like habit or something. She either looks like a KKK member or... I don't know. That's kind of what she looks like. I'm pretty sure she just walked in saying the hills are alive with the sound of music and just started throwing <laughs> kicks up. Anyway, the balcony thing collapses and uh, Donnie has to step backwards out of the way and they obviously sneak off while he's doing that. Yeah. And uh, he then, I think it flicks, well, it flicks back to the um, the doctor who at this point has uh, rescued the the child with the plague. Well, this is when they have that flashback because Orchid is singing to Wong Fei Hong. Yeah, and then Wash, she has washing his back. Yeah, yeah, bathtub. yeah, and that's when she remembers her own kid because she used to have a kid, um, and then she Dying remembers childbirth. Yeah, it's flashback because it's black and white, so you can tell. Um, and the exposition explaining that she was a brothel. <laughs> she was. A, yeah, it's actually quite um, <clears throat> a little bit brutal too on this guy because like she has a baby and is literally still it's just coming out. The guy takes away, puts it like in this little cast and then covers it with a sheet and looks at her and she looks back and he, he, the doc shakes his head 
as if to say, no, he's dead. And then the, then the pimp basically comes in and says, all right, you've had nine months. Get up. You're going back to work. Yeah. And it's like, wow. Well, that's, you know. <laughs> yeah, man. It's harsh. The stitches haven't even healed yet. I don't think he's even a chance to put the stitches in. <laughs> so then uh, Dr. Yang basically uh, takes out the the uh, pimp and uh, and ends up uh, beating him up and then throws him three gold bars and says, she's mine now. And yeah. Takes off with Orchid. Yeah. In the flashback. I'm buying her out. So he's basically, this is like the bought equalizer. It, basically bought it. Yeah. Essentially. And yeah. then um, flashback to normal time and they... Uh, she develops a, a feelings for the for the boy... Maternal, yeah, like yeah, maternal she, feeling. She, she takes him under under her his wing and, and decides that you know she's going to give him better care and look after him because she's developed this bond with him. Yeah. Then the boy wakes up, I think. Yeah, after point. marinating after, in that soup for so long. Marinating in soup, yeah. recovering remarkably well from the fucking plague. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the bubonic plague. Special soup. Yeah. Uh, and uh, decides he's got to you know figure out a way to get some money to. Yeah. Uh, um, save his dad so he steals some pills and goes out into the uh, local courtyard I thought it was a, a cask of wine I didn't know it was pills it's pills yeah. like, this is why I can't go to I shouldn't go to China because I can't read the labels yeah so then he dropped a note down it says I'm taking these this pills, medicine with yeah. me yeah so then uh, puts on a little bit of a kung fu demonstration and then tries to sell the pills as super life enhancing pills for 30 cents for yeah, whatever it was idiot and uh, then... Hey, inflation, man. Yeah. You should have done like a bloody Martin, expensive back then. You should have done like a Martin Shkreli or something and sold it for like 5,000% markup. <laughs> yeah. Then uh, the boys from earlier, the pickpockets, come back because they're the ones that were beaten up by his dad and decide to take their revenge on him. Yeah. But uh, he proceeds to give them a mighty thrashing with his umbrella. Yes. The umbrella of destiny. Quite a nice <laughs> choreography piece. Pretty good. He... Um, yeah, uses all of the props around, tables, chairs, smashes them around, knocks the kids over into, um, you know, hot hot water um, kettles. Kind that of was a good little gag because he yeah. throws the, the, pet, the kettles at the kids, uh, sorry, at the other um, attackers, yeah. and then they throw it back at him, but he's got the umbrella. So he opens it. Yeah. <laughs> Blocking the water. Good umbrella. Yep. Uh, uh, eventually, like, the, the kid, pickpockets boss guy comes with his big staff and there's a bit more of a fight. And uh, but he still sort of runs rings around him. Uh, eventually, gets nearly about to get caught, and uh, Orchid shows up and throws a rocket at this guy's face. Oh, like, the big guy. Yeah, yeah. There's a big guy with a pole, and they head back. Yeah, the um, Wong Fei Hong is actually played by Angie Sang, a, a woman now or a girl at the time, and she is best known as an Asian Games silver medalist for wushu. Yeah, it says she's a cop now. Is she a cop now? Yeah, says that's what. Don't mess with her. Mm. Madam wears a skirt. <laughs> Good time. Yeah. Good time. Uh, so she says to uh, little baby Wong Fei Hong, don't worry, we'll take care of this. And then we go to the next scene where uh, a very obviously disguised Dr. Yang and uh, Orchid are dressed up as the inspector. <laughs> oh, yeah. He <laughs> looks they- like Hugo Strange from <laughs> Batman. He's got this like bad mustache. And a, a cigar for some reason. Yeah. Excellent eyebrows. Yeah. yeah. And they go into uh, the governor's palace as the royal inspectors. Because they are expecting, the the governor is were, expecting a, a visit. Yeah, to yeah. arrive, yeah. Yeah. And uh, a series of comedic events. 
uh, leading to no one really questioning him because he has a fan with a royal stamp on it. Yeah, they kind of bluster the way through and talk a bunch of shit. And they're like, oh, that must be them, right? And he's got like a very fake fan with the, the seal on it. And they get guess, nice. Guess the governor to give all of his money over as a bribe. Nice little gag of like, oh, the iron monkey stole my shit. Yeah, he opens his briefcase and the iron monkey note is in there. And I thought this was actually really well done. This is one of those things where the story in Iron Monkey is whoever wrote it, give them a raise or whatever because the usual Kong, Hong Kong shit that gets, you know, like an action movie doesn't have as good, uh, you know, like a subplot stories and all of that. Whereas here they've given everybody like a proper plot and it kind of follows. And I like the way that they, it is clever. It is clever that he's got an Iron Monkey note in his briefcase um, and they get away with it. He steals all the money and then he gets he away. He gets the governor to release all of the food out of the warehouse to all of the poor people and stuff. Because he promises the governor um, a, a position in another... Canton, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like a, uh, what is that, a transfer to like a richer province, I guess. So, he's yeah. getting more... So, he's like, you know what, if you want this to look good, you've got to release all the food from the stores and, and, and let these people go and do this and do that. Basically, just, you know, um, sweet-talking him into thinking that he's going to get, you know rainbows and unicorns and everything <laughs> like that and the governor's we've established is an idiot so he believes everything well he was naked at the time right he was in the bath <laughs> yeah that's right it was a bit flustered he's like oh yeah yeah just let me go back to my boner here <laughs> gross so it's uh, at this point that uh, we then flick back to the doctor's um clinic and uh they meet back up with uh the young boy and then wong faking um Wong faking. Faking. Yeah, Donnie Yen. Wong faking. Wong faking. Yeah. Donnie. That's great. I'm going to write that down, Mike. That That's going in the annals of history. Keying, sorry. Yeah. Donnie Yen, Wong faking. Wong faking. <laughs> Comes back and they have the, the, the father-son moment for a minute. And then um, and then they're all having food and then they're discussing that the, the boy shouldn't have... Um, you know the duck because he's recovering from having the plague. Oh, yeah, leg of roast duck. And this is Disag- disagreeing with because um, they're both doctors. They're like, yeah, yeah. medical treatment essentially. Yeah, and then the boy ends up just grabbing it and eating it. Yeah, I thought it was a good little gag. Yeah, yeah I thought it was funny. Two doctors measuring their dicks. At this point, the real royal inspector arrives at the governor's palace. No, oh, and I have to say, the real royal inspector is pretty fucking badass. His, he, his entrance is pretty. Badass. Yeah, he's accompanied by Sub Boss One, Two Face's sister, and he's got another another one with him. Who's got like he's not like someone's want to rake down this guy's face. Yeah, and jewel sword weeding. Yeah, he 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 pops up. So they he got these got these two sub bosses. He's got his Goro and he and his um, <laughs> Shintaro. Goro. Kintaro. No, what was the one that um, Shao Kahn? Mataro. No, no, the one. Shang Tsung. Shang Tsung. <laughs> I know video games. What am I talking about? From Mortal Kombat, uh, the it's the what actor. Mortal Kombat? <laughs> the actor playing uh, this the inspector is Shi Quan Yen, um, who you might know from Once Upon a Time in China One, as you said, Mike, who's Iron Iron Shirt. Iron Shirt. Um, he's been in lots of these legit martial artists, and I love his. He he flies in and sits on the chair, but he sits with one leg over the top, and he's just. It's like he did a drop kick or a jump kick and just stayed in that position. Yeah, he's just like mugging and for the camera. And he has the evil laugh. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I love that when he flies in, he disrobes himself as he comes in and his robes land in like a perfect folded pile. I thought that was pretty cool. And it, he's got this massive entourage and all these guys. And that's when the uh, the governor comes in and he's like, what the fuck is going on here? 
And he's gone, who the hell is this sitting in my chair? And they're all acting like bigwigs. It's like, these guys are imposters. We just had the inspector. Um, and that's when the shit goes down. Is this where um, Master Fox... No, sorry, that's later. Yeah. So, he throws his, his real royal seal at him and then they realize they've been, you know, dudded out of it. Then we cut to another scene of uh, a, a widow crying over her husband saying, I don't have enough money to bury you, blah, blah, blah. And then Iron Monkey appears and says... Here's some money. You could bury your husband, only to be attacked by them. It was a secret. It was trap. a setup. Yeah, that's right. And the Iron it's Monkey is half, pretty good. What would we call a Two Face bitch and uh, <laughs> Two Face and Rake, want, Rake Face? And it, there's a great cameo here because um, as soon as the, the trap is sprung, like Admiral Akbar comes out the corner. It's a trap, <laughs> <laughs> and then so, disappears again. It was one of the great, like Disney, well, money well spent. So. He's fighting with them and uh, basically kicking both of their asses. They mm. pull out swords. He pulls out a... Is it a chain? Yeah, it's like a hook chain or something. It's got yeah. like sharp bits in it. Yeah. It's, it's just a key chain. It nice keeps his wallet on the end of it, you know? Like. He does the old swirl around and he spins it around her sword and twists her sword into a bit enough that it like springs back and cuts her hand open. Yeah. And uh, basically uh, tears him a new one. Yeah. Beats the shit out of them. Is that the end of that fight? No, because that's when the um, actual um, proper Monk inspector steps up. With his king palm attack. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah, because um, he's and getting he's away. flowing robes of doom. He's yeah. Flowing. They have a, an altercation. He jumps down and they're fighting and then he lands a... Um, king a, palm hit. A king kong palm. A king kong, king palm. kong palm. So yeah. Hin, Hin, Hin Hung, or the, uh, the Shaolin monk, he is the Shaolin monk. And he is the big inspector guy who was the big bad boss in this movie. Yeah. So, um, he, he lands his hit and... Uh, you can tell he lands the hit hard because the yeah. front of the Iron Monkey shirt pops open from yeah. the impact on his back. And he's like, oh, that, that was nothing. But then he starts, you know, doing the old feigning, <laughs> coughing yeah. and, and the blood comes out of the corner of his mouth and stuff. Yeah. It's the first it's like, time oh, you see oh, Iron oh. Monkey actually vulnerable. Um and at this point, he's more like an alfoil monkey. Just you know, the <laughs> If he tried it on Donnie Yen with his silk robes, it would just slip off. It would be no impact. <laughs> That's why he wears silk robes. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, he, they have a bit of a fight through the courtyard and uh, he eventually escapes by knocking a statue down onto him when he's trying to fly. Yeah. And uh, runs off, but he trips over a trip rope, which alerts uh, Donnie Yen's character that uh, he's over there. So Donnie Yen jumps across and only to be confronted by the monk. And it appears actually that uh, Donnie Yen's character knows who the monk is. He knows that the monk is a rebel. He's a rebel who, you know, set fire to the Shaolin Temple apparently where he comes from. That's right. To become, yeah. So they have a bit of a fight back and forth, which is um, not too bad. Uh, Donnie Yen gets hit by the uh, king palm. He doesn't get hit by a full palm. He gets he gets a double palm in the in the yeah front. yeah. But he doesn't. It, it's not. It's either it not a full one or yeah. It doesn't. Well, his silk robes deflected yeah. most of the blow. Probably he's actually got a real iron shirt on in the first <laughs> yeah, essentially. But he is he has got the you know the Buddha palm on him. Yeah, and he manages to escape from the both. But um, monk guys, haha, they won't get far. They've both been hit by my king palm. Mm. Hit so uh, we then cut back to the doctor's clinic, where the doctor falls through the skylight to the floor. Yeah, and they're treating the doctor. And orchids there, and uh, he gives a secret technique to to cure the king palm, but 
as he's reading out part of the ingredients he passes out and can't finish. And like, oh no, doctor, doctor! And then Donnie Yun arrives and realizes finally that Dr. Yang is the Iron Monkey. Yes. And uh, then he, he takes over from Dr. Yang and finishes the formula to save them both. Yeah. Uh, before passing out. Yeah, and poison to fight poison. So the, the funny thing about this is Donnie Yang, when he, when he, he starts, he, he's do, he's writing it all down and finding out the food, but he sort of starts to falter. He drops sort of, oh, he does like a fist of the North Star and when they're, they're holding it in, but like suddenly later on a punch comes through and he's like, oh, like he's been hit invisible, you know, like, oh, oh I'm down. Oh, wait a minute. But, you know, so the... the, the um, the the ki- uh, lady um, runs off and gets all the ingredients together and and starts to to basically heal them, put them back together. Mm. Now I walked out. out. Blood. I walked out. So what happens here? The kid gets attacked, doesn't? No, no. So um, once once they're cured, the uh, bad monk guy says uh, he you. cuts back to the bad monk at the governor's residence and he says, "Bless you." Go seek out all of the medical residences and see where they're, they're seeking treatment because they're, they're going to be dying. So that's where they'll go. So all of the bad guys sort of fan out into the city and um, then it cuts back to um, the clinic and they realize that they're coming after them. So um, Donnie Yen's character and, and Dr. Yang um, decide that they've got to, you know, temporarily run away so they don't you know, bring the bad guys to the clinic, etc. Mm. So they they leave exit stage right, <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a knock. Stage at, right. Then there's a knock at at the the, the door, and Dear. and Master Fox has uh, arrived, and he's asking after Doctor Yang and um, and Wong faking and uh, Wong faking. I'm, I'm going to keep going with it now. Yeah, uh, it's almost as bad as um, or, or, Asian Drago. <laughs> yeah. So Orchid says, "Oh no, they they've got away." And he goes, "Oh, that's that's uh, that's pretty bad because uh, they're looking for him." Um, and then he goes off, uh, and then there's another crash out the front, and the four monks guys from earlier have smashed open the front door. Mm. And at this point, there's a Orchid goes to stop them, and there's a, a massive fight between her and these four monks. Because the monks go from we are we are strong, we will do our We'll do our work. Nothing will impede us. And look at them again. Sup, babe? How you doing? Hey, honey, how you doing? She so, holds her own pretty well, though. She does okay. She yeah. she kicks. She's basically kicking their ass um, the entire time. And then uh, one of them pulls out some um, medicine ether, ether powder, iocane powder, and flicks it Dangerous. in her face that drugs her, and she starts falling over. And it's at this point that they get the better of her. And she's and like inconceivable. Anyway, <laughs> then. Uh, Wong Fei Hung smashes through the skylight with his pole. You are underestimating this scene. He fucking leaps through the top of the fucking building, smashes through windows with a pole, and it's so fucking funny. You, <laughs> you should watch this again, Sam. He like leaps through the top. It's like because they're about to like smash her up and, and rape her and be nasty, and, it's and like, then just as it happens, bang, like, bang, bang ah! on all three of their heads and knocks them backwards. He's actually quite talented for it. I should I should add that um, there's only three of them left because during the fight, Orchid actually slit the throat of one of them. Oh, jeez. <laughs> this is when it starts, <laughs> oh, yeah, starts getting one. real. And I was like, okay. what? Yeah, shit. Came came out this of is nowhere. the first point where they started actually offing them rather than just knocking them down. Yeah, I've got to say that the last like half an hour of this movie is probably the most brutal and and violent of the whole thing, which is, you know, it adds a, it really adds a new dimension to this whole film, the last half an hour of it. Yeah. All right, all right. Let's wrap up this fight so, so we get to the so big King one. King Kid Wong Fei Hong 
basically takes out these three monks pretty easily with his uh, um, pole. And at this point, the two-faced bitch comes in. I can't remember what her name is, so that's where she's going. So she then starts to fight. She snaps his pole in half. um, And he has a few hits on her, but she's much better than him, essentially. And she ends up knocking him out and taking Oh, him okay. And he becomes the hostage. The hostage. The and then Orchid residence. finds Iron Monkey and uh, Wong Faking. <laughs> Wong Faking. Yep. Yeah. And they, uh, she tells him, oh, no, they've caught him. So they've then caught they him. To- so then they have to arrive at the, yeah. essentially the final scene to it's time uh, rescue. For Double Dragon. That's right. I wish that one of them had a blue one and one of them had a red outfit. And then I could tell the difference between the two and they could high five each other. So they're kind of both dressed up like. Uh, Iron Monkey get up and attack the governor's mansion but uh, oh, I should set the scene so they've got the young child chained from the roof and they're whipping him whip 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 it good and the monk's sitting at the governor's um, you know chair up on the other end with uh, all of the nine concubines sitting around him going ha 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 with his evil laugh and he I think at one point does he throw his sleeves and grab the kid? Or is oh, that yeah, that, that's when they start. That's when yeah. they start fighting. Okay, take over from here. So, Master Fox is kind of like, hey, man, don't don't smack him and shit. And uh, they're like, no, fuck it, we'll do it. And then, so, Master Fox starts to fight everybody. And uh, that's when he gets stabbed in the chest. And uh, I thought it was fatal, but clearly not. Just I a thought, flesh wound. Just a flesh wound. I, I was hoping Master Fox got to show off a little bit. Like, he wasn't just a bumbling guy. And he gets a few hits in. Yeah. And then, what does he do, Sam, to someone? What does he do to someone? Cuts their fucking head off. Oh, shit. That's right. Shit just got real. He, uh, Some guy is attacking him, and then when he, he did that whole kind of like white bobby thing where he grabs the sword and... In- it was one of the four monks from earlier. Yeah, in, he, in just- the graves, he just takes out one of them. So, there's only two of these four originally is left now. Fucking head just came like clean off and just flew off. It was pretty dark. Pretty... Un- was it? No no warning. Yeah. yeah well, except just- that somebody got their throat slit so two gets, seconds ago. He gets stabbed by a uh, two-faced girl, I think. Um, yeah was it rake face I can't remember I don't know he gets stabbed by someone but someone. he survives he so survives. He's, he's about to get offed when the iron monkey appears and, and knocks them away from him this is great this is like bullet time because there's fucking bullets and ricocheting like ball bearings everywhere like, rips rips the chains on the boy's feet in half just by yeah that's them. right he just grabs these shackles and just breaks them he is the Iron Monkey, I guess. And so. then he starts um, fighting everyone around him. And then the second Iron Monkey appears and th- flings the balls at the, the yeah. chain. And it smashes the chain that's holding him up. But as he's falling down, Monk throws his magical sleeve, yeah. catches the boy in midair and drags him to the table and slams his leg down yeah. on the boy's chest going, ha ha ha. Yeah, still he hostage. Can't escape. Yeah, and that's when all these Iron Monkey show up. It's kind of like Spartacus. I am Iron Monkey. There's like three of them. Then the girl, her orchid dressed in her iron monkey getup, uh, arrives and she starts attacking the monk to distract him. And then uh, I think Fox, who's not dead for some reason from getting stabbed in the chest, grabs the boy off the table and pulls him away. Oh, yeah, because he's about to get hit by the King Kong palm. That's right. Mm. And this is where you get a really great fight scene. Uh, there's a couple of bits in here. I, I don't know if I can remember the whole thing bit by bit, but there is... <laughs> There's one scene where they're fighting and uh, they run away. They manage to escape. And the Shaolin monk, instead of running around, he just smashes through a wall. <laughs> it looks really soft as well. <laughs> I was like, great. 
<laughs> Nothing like can withstand my King Kong bomb. <laughs> also, the nice uh, wooden poles you can see in his sleeves occasionally. Oh, that are holding yeah, the sleeves. Yeah, yeah. how do you think Donnie jumped on his sleeves? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they're getting like harassed by the other underlings, but they slowly take them all out basically by uh, snapping their necks in one, one part. Oh, yeah, that's right. Wong Faking actually commits like proper murder. <laughs> he does. And uh, he uses the, the gets two-faced chick with the, the metal chain that he has earlier and slams her through Oh, the God, wall, yeah, that was painful basically shit. Killing her. Except oh, there was one bit as well where he threw uh, early, the ball bearings. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and it went brutal. through the sword like, into her eye. Yeah. Your kids to see gruesome. that scene. Yeah, it's pretty gruesome. <laughs> It's pretty gruesome. Yeah. Eventually, they're all out, and uh, and then basically, it's just Monk versus the two. Yeah, versus the two, Bimmy and Jimmy. <laughs> Bimmy and Jimmy. And they're, monkeys. they're fighting. A really good fight scene, actually, because um, he's fighting against the two of them, and you can't really tell who's got the upper hand or not. It does look like the two Iron Monkeys are, are kind of losing, because the, the Monk is really powerful. Um, but then they're fighting in this courtyard, and uh, I think Wong Fei Hong throws a big bottle of like jacks or something, like, <laughs> and then uh, the monk breaks it, and there's like fucking juice everywhere on the ground, and uh, there's a fire that catches up, and then everything's on fire, and it's kind of like the pit the whole fatality stage. On fire. Yeah, the Chinese wine man. It's yeah. like floor cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> so true. And uh, they're, so they're all standing on top of these poles. Yeah. Having this, this battle royale, so to speak. Yeah, and it's pretty cool. Like, Jumping from pole to pole, one pole's on fire, mm. and it's pretty Im- knocking the poles down. It's pretty impressive, and to put things in perspective here, I turned around and stepped on Sam's foot earlier, and I wasn't even on a pole, I was on a flat ground, <laughs> and straight on his bare foot with my shoe. Yeah, that's Shaolin training. You step on feet. Try not to step on feet. <laughs> it's, it, it's impressive because they're all standing on one foot, and they're balancing... And they're doing shit like they'll fall down between the poles, but then they'll grab it and then they'll flip themselves back up. And they're doing things like uh, grabbing each other's hand and like one's pulling the other up and flipping around. And one, I think they do a leg lock. Yeah, that's right. One guy's flying and he just hooks their feet together. and it's There is a scene where they high five each other and flip each other back up. (laughs) High five. But they neither of them want to fall in the fire. But at various points, they do other angle shots and the fire doesn't look too raging down there. <laughs> and I'm like, so you can, that, you just can stand assume, that's right. Yeah, there's a couple of scenes. It's kind of like American Gladiator, where they're all standing up there with their big fire poles, and they're kind of like, doof, doof, doof. and uh, there's some cool scenes. Like there's one where the um, the monk throws the flaming pole, and Donnie Yen kind of grabs it with his hand, which is probably hot, and he's holding it, and then the other guy jumps over and kicks the monk in the head. In the head. And man, the way that they win the fire. Is there any other moments? I'm just going to go straight oh, to the so end. Oh, like extinguishing their own fire with their hands. Oh, like yeah. Their bare hands or something. Yeah. That was cool, though. I like that because it's his like hand and his almost. feet are on fire. And he does this kind of like pat, but then he goes into a pose. He's like, do, do, do. Hey. That's right. It's Donnie. You can't shoot Donnie from anywhere but the crotch. That's where he likes to be shot the most. Shot at or shot in. Well, either or. Either or. Yeah. Shoot all over it. And uh, so, at, at the end, when the way that they fight it is one of the guys jumps up and it's, I think, Dr. Yang and he's standing on top of uh, the monk's shoulders or something and he has like a big flaming pole <laughs> and he rams his pole right into the monk's head and it just looks brutal as shit. So That's a part where, where um, Donnie um, grabs, uh, like, 
the the monk gets a, a pole that's on fire and throws it at Donnie. Donnie catches the flaming part yeah. with his hand to distract him. And then the other guy who's been standing on Donnie's shoulders mm. leaps up with a pole and then drops Slams it, it. Into, into the guy's face. And I don't know how they did that then- because it looked... Yeah, yeah. look brutal. Eh? He yeah. then look, lets go of the pole he's holding, and Donnie grabs it and smacks him in the side, which then knocks him off the pole down into the flames. Yeah, on the floor below. Somehow it's a burning Somehow inferno both of them now. In the yeah, air land he's on, on the fire. pole that the guy was standing on. Yeah. I don't know how they had forward momentum, but that just happens. Yeah. It's the only way that you can kill the T one thousand. That's right. <laughs> melting him down. Yeah. Yeah. So he's on flames. They're flying, and then they just throw two puny bamboo sticks up to them so oh, they that's can right. pole-vote out. And they're essentially pogo-sticking their way through this fire. So this how, does, how does this happen? Yeah. Should have just thrown those Saving earlier. The day. Of which there is minimal smoke. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Very true. No smoke inhalation. Well, it's Chinese wine. There is no smoke. Clean, clean burning. Yeah, it's clean. We're running our cars. Out of my car when I put it in the fuel tank. Yeah. <laughs> is the, uh, it's, is like, it's like Knox. <laughs> Is the very next scene a train station? <laughs> yes. It says they're at a train wait, waiting a at train the train station, station. Without showing the train. Yeah. And uh, that they're going to head back to Fusan. Yeah. And uh, freeze frame of them throwing peace signs. No, that's not End true. End of story. There, there's yeah. a scene. I think we, there's one yeah, scene no. we missed before we go on. I think it's really important where um, the, the son is crying over something and Donnie Yen goes, what? You don't remember my words? I told you never cry. That's Ma- when they were about to leave. A man, yeah. a man never sheds; he only sheds blood, not tears. And the funny thing about that is, Donnie in turns around and he's got like one tear. Just <laughs> going his, down face his face is shiny. Yeah. Yeah. Donnie's like cry baby. <laughs> remember that Johnny Depp movie? No. Oh yeah, with the yeah, tattoo. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it was a tear. I think it was a diamante that he sewed into his skin. <laughs> Because he was about to go home and it was the last day of filming. He's like, I better put my bling back on. <laughs> and that was the Iron Monkey. Iron Monkey. Yes, it was. Yes. One of... Uh, well, actually, it's one of my favorite films. Um, unfortunately, it's a Donnie Yen film, uh, which puts it down. But it is... I really enjoyed it. I just wish there was a cut that wasn't sped up. I'd love to see like a well, director's cut. Well, as it happens, oh. um, the American cut actually slowed it down. But they also cut out a whole bunch of the rest of the movie. So oh. you've got slowed down, you know, punching fight scene versus yeah. cutting out some of the comedy and violence. Oh. Is that on yeah. the DVD? Is that on oh, like the alternate version? Uh, I, your DVD? No, I, I have a separate copy that I have the American version that was released. Oh, okay. Uh. Um, so as it happens, yes. So it's like one of those things where they, they slow down that, but they also cut out some of the fights and they also change some of the dubbing as well mm. and the subtitling obviously is different um, for the, made for the American market essentially this was a very good action film very good Hong Kong action film the fights were really good they all added character they were funny they were creative the plot was pretty good it was a bit overly long with too many too many like bits and pieces but the bad guys were all really cool you could tell who they were what they were doing um, so I, I give this like seven chickens <laughs> um, Yoon Wapeng actually lists this as on an IFC.com interview or interview just article as one of his five favourite fights his five favourite yeah. fights so I mean like the movies. one behind you know um, Wong Kang versus um, Hin Hong or whatever you pronounce it the bad guy at the end yeah oh dude like practically I have no idea how they shot that <laughs> because it is impossible 
how the hell do you shoot them on top of a raging inferno, like flying, jumping around on wires, balancing on one foot? He must have had the whole fight scene choreographed in his head. Yeah. And then he just said, I want this shot. Do it. Donnie, use the force. Yeah. <laughs> Don't let us fall, Donnie. I mean, just just for context, one another one of them is the entire movie of Drunken Master, so... <laughs> well, Drunken Master is pretty impressive. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. 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 No, this... He liked it. He liked it. <laughs> well, I also heard that Buddhist Fist was the best one Yoon Woo Ping film ever made, and I, I beg to differ. Also, in this article where it's like, oh, these fight scenes are cool. All the YouTube links are broken. <laughs> They're too awesome. They're too awesome. So, is there a move that you would like to do? Do you want to start? Do I want to start? Yeah, I always start. Uh, I like at the beginning um, when he's fighting the, the th- thugs, he does a kick into one and then spins it into kicking the other three. Oh, yeah. In the same fluid motion. Yeah. yeah I just always love that kind of... Uh, that's bang, bang, cool. bang, take out three in one sort of short move. That's so. pretty cool. Chris? I'm uh, sort of torn, but I'm going to go because of my work um, with uh, acrobatic food preparation. Oh, that's, that's nice. Yeah. Um, I would burn the house down, but, uh, you know, like I, I would love to be able to just pull that off, you know, running rings around the fry pan and jumping off walls and, and just, you know, <laughs> while at the same time, you know, preparing whatever it is I'm cooking. Just to, to pick up on that, Kung Fu Chefs is the movie with Samo. Kung Fu Chefs? Yes. All right, that is on the list because I'd love to yeah. see that. Me next? Yep. Uh, I would like <laughs> chains that defy the laws of physics. Chains. There's oh, two yes. chains that, that twist the swords twist the into swords. like, you know, yeah. like ribbons basically or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's just basic mass. That's just it's, talk. Yeah. It's just talk and twist, it's, man. It'll work I don't if know. I try Those it. blades yeah. do look pretty flimsy, don't they? Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the the Chinese blades are quite flexible. Like, the Japanese blade is made out of folded steel, whereas the Chinese blades are made to be flexible. Um, they've just got a sharp edge, and they do that whoop, whoop, whoop. They're kind of like like a Ouija board. <laughs> you know, like... Wobble whoop. board. A wobble a Ouija, a Ouija board. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not having a seance here. <laughs> my, my mind says to go over the leaping through the balcony or the laying in the the soup pot and curing all your illnesses leaping but, through the balcony like the the kid jumped oh uh, yeah with the fight scene, you yeah. missed that yeah you we watched that but um my heart says making grand entrance like the governor at the end <laughs> <laughs> hi just, they're just Ooh. leaping and yeah, doing like a half split sitting on a chair yeah take a look at my crutch <laughs> take that uh, I, I'd have to say that my favorite move from this film that I would love to do in real life is um, to fight with my best bro on some poles and just high-fiving each other and just going, yeah, yeah, take that evil monk. I like it. Yeah, doing splits. Hey, uh, I've got an email. Oh, yes. From a listener. This is from Amir who says, he's in Perth. He says, Asian Action Cast, can you please tell me what the song is playing in your theme song, in your intro? Uh, the song is called Chinese Kung Fu by Banzai, which is a project from a French composer called Bernard Estadi. Banzai only released like two or three songs as far as I can tell, including a variation of uh, Chinese Kung Fu called the disco version. Um, he's done heaps of musical stuff, but Banzai, I think, was just like, a, let's make this one-off disco funk thing. Yeah. The other samples uh, from Kung Fu of David Carradine, and the, the, ninja, the ninja, the tea party's over. Oh, that's the... Um, that's from a Lipton iced tea commercial from Australia back in the <laughs> 90s. 
and the rest is random gongs and bits and pieces. And obviously the the Shaw Brothers music. So that's what that is from. Uh, well, so you didn't play your own gongs for this for the music. Uh, I sample those gongs from um, my gong collection. From your gong collection. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Scott, because the yeah the intro music just gets me pumped every time I listen to it. I mean, it was like yeah, dude, dude, dude. It was funny though because the last episode that was up. I don't know whether it was uh, some mistake of uh, compression or something, but it had this like, I don't know, it was like an echo or a reverb and it just made it sound it like... It sounded like it was in the red or something. Was it? It, it, was, like, it was basically clipping. It was like... <laughs> like that. <laughs> it sounded wicked. It almost sounded like a dubstep version of our intro theme song. It was wicked. I was like, oh, this is special. In that case, it was done deliberately and yeah. we take all credit for it. <laughs> Hey, Sam. Hey, Sam. Hello. If anybody else has an email uh, question or something, how can they get in touch with us via email or whatever? Well, email is asianactioncast at gmail.com. We do have a Facebook presence, uh, which is is pretty active. Um, Usually when I post a a new episode, every now and again, I'll come up with some picture or something and um, I'll put it on there for a bit of fun. Uh, We are pretty active on the... Well, actually, we're not very active on on the Love HK website as well because we love Hong Kong action films. Um, We're on Instagram. So, we've got some funny pictures and every time I think of anything funny, we'll put it on there. And this is very, very important for what's coming up next. Now, Oh, hello. Hello. Now, last podcast, you will probably remember that I said we've gone corporate, we're selling out, we've got some very, very special. Well, this is it, guys. We have two, not one, but two, limited edition, one of only six ever made of both shirts, okay? One, and these are in commemoration of both Mike and Sam's birthdays, okay? These shirts will never have another run. As I said, there's only six of these made, and you guys get to have one. One is Mike's shirt, and one is Sam's shirt. These are going to be put up there, one size fits all. Very, very exclusive. Now, you're going to have to do something for us on this one, okay? So, in honor to get in Sam's shirt, here's what you're going to have to do. You've got to tell us three things, okay? One... Your favorite Chow Young Fat character or your favorite Donnie Yang character? Second, what movie it's from? And the third bit is why that character would kick the other character's ass. That's right. We're going to have the first AAC death match. We're going to have the forces with me versus and the forces one with me versus the god of gamblers. We're going to have shotgun on a string versus exploding toilets. <laughs> we want you to tell us who, where, and why. Okay, Chow Young Fat versus Donnie Ying. Where from? Don't care what. If it's a TV commercial, bring that on. If that's one, the best response will win Sam's Steakhouse and Recording Studio T-shirt. Sam's gonna. I'm gonna leave these with Sam. He's gonna put them up on the website so you can see what they're like. <laughs> Second one, Mike's. Mike's Recording Studio and Daycare shirt. Right. This is. Jet Lee versus Jackie Chan, all right? Favorite, same principle, who, what, where, and why, which one. You guys get to us, we'll contact you, and you will be the winner of the limited edition, one of six ever made. This will not run again. Oh, man, just AAC. Hold, hold it back. The lines are going to run hot. <laughs> I don't know how many followers we have. <laughs> all three of them. So, so guys... The, as I said, these uh, Sam will put these up. Uh, we'll throw them on the website. Thank you for not putting our faces on the shirts, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> That's 2020. <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you, Chris. It's very generous of you to come up with these prizes. So, um, um, hey, look, guys, as I said, we want you to contact us. And we don't care how crazy it is and or like or how serious it is. Just have some fun with this. You know, like, as I said, um, shotgun on a string versus exploding toilets. 
I can't wait to hear some of this. Jet Lee versus Jackie Chan. I'm sure there's some great answers out there. Hit, hit us up, guys. Sam, give them the addresses again. AsianActionCast at gmail.com. AsianActionCast Facebook. AsianActionCast Twitter. AsianActionCast on Instagram. Instagram. And if you Google us, we are... Well, Asian Action Cast Num- at gmail.com. Number, number two under the movie Asian Action <laughs> yeah. from 2014. Unfortunately, we're going to have to knock them off the top spot. <laughs> Thanks for actually pay, pay Google some money for that. We're actually all wearing... Uh, well, most of us are wearing these shirts now, so... I'll have so to get I'm, a photo. I'm giving up. I'm giving up these mine, especially for you guys, so you can have this for these prizes. If you have said, so we'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Peace out. Bye. 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 Whenever you get the bong bong bong, you have to do the keyboard bit as well. Da, 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 Thank you. <laughs> You know what? That, that, it was like I was in the room when they were recording it. It really was. <laughs> and now I got to do the Wong Fei Hong theme. Yeah, take a look at my crutch. <laughs>